Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle. Myself, Joe from Cowboys Blog, and my co-host, my great co-host, Foots the King from Cowboys Nation TV. What's going on, Foots? Yo, 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 Joe, what's going on? Ready for another exciting show. Um, thankful to be with you guys. Let's go. Yeah, man. So right now it's the, uh, you know, we just finished the rookie minicamp. And now, you know, this season, the offseason can pro- progress into the next phase. So phase two, OTAs, you know, it's rookies and vets now, integration. So good time to be a football fan. You know, it's like the news never really stops. And, um, and we got a couple of these OTA sessions. We got one this week. And then I think, what do we have? Like two more after we have some in June as well. Right, Foots? Yeah, we got some in June. Um, I actually had the dates up, Joe. Oh, so we have one this week, and they're only like two-day sessions. And then we come back uh, uh, May 28th through the 30th, and then we follow up June 3rd through 6th, mm-hmm. and then they follow that up with a mini camp, everybody together. But these are – everybody's together right now, and now you're seeing how they practice. They're, they're you know, integrating how they want to practice practice show um, the speed the drills and the drills are making sense to go along with the scheme and you know the biggest thing and what you're looking for is safe practices right you're looking for guys to you know sometimes the coaches have to make sure that they save um these some of these players from themselves mm-hmm. like that's the whole thing right Yo, yeah. you have to save you got to save some of these players from themselves you have to make sure that they're not going you know, 150, and you really need to be cruising at 80. You know, why? Because it's your first day out there. Your body has to adjust to what's going on. Has to. Okay? So, um, you know, you got to get used to running with the helmet again and the pads or, you know, whatever the case may have you. And, you know, one wrong turn, and you can end up like Ruben Foster. It's terrible. Yeah, it is, man. It, it really is. But it's... uh it's 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 exciting, um, you know. You see Travis Frederick out there, you know. Yeah, uh, not to be. A, I don't want to be a downer. You're right, Joe. It's very exciting. Yeah, it is exciting, but there is that other side, obviously. So yeah, that you definitely gotta, you know, not go full speed. And I think it's, I think it's more exactly what you're talking about. You know, lining up more of your on-field orientation. You know, they just want to get these guys acclimated to. I guess like your early parts of the state installation, right? Trying to installate this new offense. We're getting the first glimpse of Kellen Moore. So uh, I don't expect to see any, any, uh, you know, new stuff out there, stuff that they're going to reveal, but it is, it is pretty interesting that, you know, this is going to be the first off season OTA mini camps with Kellen Moore at the helm now. So it'll be interesting to see how, how they go. It'll be good to see, you know, and hear about and to figure out his voice, right? And mm-hmm. when you say his voice, you know, they've heard, let's be honest, they've heard Scott Linehan. Did he get stale amongst players? It Was he now losing touch? Was he out of touch? It, will Cullen Moore be in touch? Will they lose detail because he's a younger kid? I mean, because he's a younger coach. You know, all of these things are things that we'll have to watch for. Yeah, the offense can be exciting, but will there be more penalties? Will they lose detail to pay attention to detail? It's, it's just little things that we'll like to see. What would the alignments be like? You know that he was banging on the table for Tony Pollard, so how will he integrate that running back position? You know, all of these things are 
what we need to be looking for. And it's exciting, Joe. It really is. Um, me and you, and I think we're going to probably talk about it, the third receiver position. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that needs to be talked about. So it'll be fun to see what Kellen Moore has planned, um, how he's able to use Dak, how he's able to use this team and maximize this, this, this these skills play, these skill players' uh, talents. Yeah, man, that, that's definitely... That's definitely where we're at here in the off season, you know, getting the, you know, starting to put the installation in place. So let's let's hit up some of the storylines that we could see here, you know, something to watch, you know, for the uh, for these OTAs. Let's, you know, you kind of touched on it for the wide receiver. Let's hit that one up here first. But so, you know, we're talking about we know it's Gallup, we know it's Cooper, right? After that, you do you, we did bring in Cobb, but you know, you brought this up in one of your videos. He's you know, it's about availability. He's been injured. You know, it's hamstrings and that kind of thing. So, let me let me hear your your thoughts on on the wide receiver uh, storyline here, Foots. So, when thinking of that third, um, that third receiver position, Joe, what we got to remember is there needs to be competition in every position. The Cowboys franchise, a good franchise, any team has to constantly evaluate their roster. It's, it's a must. It is a must, Joe. And I say that to say, you think about players like Randall Cobb. He, he wasn't brought in by, he wasn't drafted by this team. Look at him as insurance. Don't look at him as the, uh, the, a sure thing. I'm telling you now, don't. If a guy like Cedric Wilson comes in and make plays in the, in the preseason, could it be his job? If Noah Brown takes a jump, I'm starting to see a trend now of bigger slots. All right. Mm-hmm. Could Noah Brown now be that guy? Um, Lance Lenore. I'm kind of down on Lance Lenore, but you just never know. So I say all that to say, you know, and there's some a few um, undrafted free agents that are brought in and people are excited about. But my whole point is there has to be competition. The, the, the roster has to always churn. You could get in a situation where what? Where, where um, you can get in a situation where um, uh, Cobb is hurt or he's hanging out at camp. That happens every year. Well, when you when you get into that situation, then what? Right? Yeah. Then what? Somebody has to step up. You know? It happens every year where you have a veteran who's kind of moseying through camp, doesn't want to go through the dog days. Well, well, somebody can step up and take that job, huh? Come definitely, on, Joe. Definitely, yeah. So it's one of those things that we got to keep in mind. And I think it's, uh, you know, we, and we keep talking about this, man, you know, that the roster is, is you know, I, I hate to say it's loaded, but, I mean, there's a lot of talent there. I mean, you could say it's loaded. You could say, you know, there's not many spots open, right? So an injury could put you in big trouble for, you know, a roster spot. And I'm, I'm talking about, like, the Tavon Austins of the world. This guy's always hurt for me. And I'm, I've, I've been calling this early, man. I, I said Pollard is taking his snaps. Tavon is just going to be a preseason camp body. That, that's just how I feel about it. But um, the other guys, I like Cedric Wilson. I think he has really good potential. And Noah Brown. You know, hopefully he can play through the preseason. You know, he missed a lot of crucial time and losing these snaps in the in the training camp and preseason are critical for these guys. It set him back. You know, it set Noah Brown back. It was a player that 
he he has good hands, right? He'll snatch the ball out of there. And that's what I like with these receivers. The Cowboys are getting rid of these body catchers. They're bringing in guys that can actually catch the ball, you know? Facts. I mean, it's, again, at the you, it's a, it's a churning thing. It's, it's a process of elimination, okay? Just because you brought in Randall Cobb on a cheap doesn't mean he's going to make it through. Mm-hmm. So, you need to, I mean, you need to find out who can go out there and make plays. Like you said, you know, body catching out. That's out. Terrence Williams out. That's over. You need to attack the football. Amari Cooper did it all last year. They cried about he had drops. He didn't drop many passes last year. Michael Gallup went up and attacked the football. We need to be known as that team. We need to be uh, the Steelers, all right, who have good receivers who make plays. When, when, the, when, when, when the box is stacked, you have no reason to make – You have there's no reason why Gallup and, 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 and Coop and, and now a new three – can't make plays. Kobe's he's out. What what maybe there's a new look. All right. Maybe that that small receiver look isn't what the Cowboys want to do. Everything, mindsets and and schemes and, and ideals can always change. You know? Uh it, yeah, it, it, I'm I'm really hoping that, that they're able to give Kellen Moore some some uh you know, some leeway to, to let him be creative, you know, put Tony Pollard outside as a, as a receiver, put him out in the slot, you know, that's one of the things that he really excels at. He's just a really well-rounded back, you know what I mean? And um, yeah. I'm just hoping that they're able to utilize him in, in that kind of way, because I, I hate that every, it seems like, it seems like every off season or training camp, we get excited for, oh, hey, um, we got this guy. Uh, we got Switzer. Let's put him out there on the field with Beasley. Let's do this and that. And none of it comes to fruition. So for fans, it's just going to be a wait and see because we got to see it. We got to see it in action, and uh, we got to see it in the preseason. Because if, if they don't, if they don't show it, they don't practice it or anything like that, they're not going to do it in the season. You know. Absolutely, and you know. That's so that'll be something to watch when it comes to mini camp because if you're not a starter, you only get but so many opportunities. No. So you have to make the most of it, you know, and you don't have that luxury. And so this is something that doesn't be talked that doesn't get talked about a lot. And that is guys who the difference between being injured and being hurt because what happens is you spend the whole summer on the bike, you end up cut. All right. You need to be out there. It's just one of those things. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Foots. Let's talk about um, let's talk about tight ends. We got the goat back, you know, um, Jason Witt, Gold Jacket Witt, or Old Man Witt. Some people. Um, so you see him out there in OTAs, the huddle right off the bat. He's your number one tight end out there. So already, <laughs> to me, it's like, you know, you 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 hear these things that. They're gonna give him a little bit more less snaps. He's gonna not be on the field as much. I I just don't know if I buy that, man. I mean, I still feel that Witness is just gonna be that guy that, that will be out there the majority of the time. How do you feel about the tight ends right now, Foots? You would like for somebody to take hold of the range, so that's another position where I said, yeah, Witness back. But if a Dalton Schultz can make plays, 
You know, if just be where you're supposed to be. Be the blocker that I saw at Stanford. That's the guy I'm pulling for, man. I, I'm, there you go, Joe. There you go, Joe. Yeah. Come on, I'm, man. I'm on that I'm Schultz so, train, so, man. Well, he's so smart. Yeah. I saw a good blocker. I think he'll be able to – I think he's gotten his strength up, right, acclimated to the NFL game. He caught the ball when it was thrown to him. Yeah. Um, and, he, and, he did, and he did some things well. But it'll just be interesting to see. You want to see him get out there and make plays um, and, and maybe, you know, have some of those Witten-like traits. That's what I saw right. at the end of the season. Yeah. He was able to find those soft spots, classic Witten type of football. And 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 I'm, I'm and I and I don't want to skip over Jarwin because Jarwin did some things as well. But I just feel, I don't know. There's just something about Schultz that I that I really kind of like a little bit more than Jarwin. So that's kind of why I'm on the Schultz train right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, Jarwin had a lot of brain farts for me, especially uh, early, of, right? Yeah, yeah, drop balls out of position. Um, you saw a guy at Oklahoma State who you said, well. He can make a few plays. In the game, I didn't like it, Joe. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't play with the toughness I liked. So, you know, Schultz, you know, you're the guy. Rico, don't think he'll get an opportunity. I don't think he'll be on the team. Yeah, I'll just say that. I don't either. I don't think the coaches trust him. And, you know, for everybody who says, you know, he'll go somewhere and be a star, you sure about I mean, you got to know the game first, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to do the basic right, the basics right. You know, it, he just looked uncomfortable out there. So, yeah, he, yeah, it's just he just doesn't look natural running the ball. He's too upright, and um, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, they 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 swung, and it looks like it's going to be a miss. You know, I mean, late round pick, you know, seventh rounder or whatever, it was sixth or seventh round. I already forget what it, what it was, but I mean. Um, not everybody's gonna be a Jimmy Graham or or Tony Gonzalez, <laughs> you know what I mean. So converting these guys, it's it's a project, you know. They invested a lot. They invested, you know, pretty much the whole four years on him, and uh, didn't really see any progression. So it's it's unfortunate, but um, that'll be a squad to keep an eye out on, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be. That, that position group, Joe, is, again, one that we have to watch. Absolutely. That is a good one there. And then um, any what what's another position storyline you're, you're looking at, Foots? Um, well, we'll segue into the Zeke situation because who knows what could happen. Mm-hmm. Definitely looking at the backup running back position. Ross Smith is gone. So mm-hmm. um, that's one to watch. Uh, I would say backup running back and what's going to happen – you're, you're seeing and hearing that Travis is out there. So, guard, I would say backup running back and left guard. How, what are they going to do with that position? We can hear all we want that Connor, you know, I mean, that Connor Williams was a star of the offseason. He's been in the weight room. I got to see it against live action before I can believe it. Hmm. Um, so, that's me. Yeah, that, that's true. That, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, a lot. A lot of this is we do have to see this. You know, we we've been snake bitten so many times where it's all about projection, right? This guy's gonna do this. The, you know, we're gonna throw the ball to this guy. This guy's gonna just come in here and start blocking everybody. And then when the, when the lights come on, it, it stuff doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, man. We see it every every season. It's somebody that's the, that we're kind of just like, well, that didn't 
go the way we thought it was going to go. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So you're right, man. You're right about the Connor Williams thing because he he does he really does look like the part now. Now it's about the execution, right? And and uh, can he have his head on the swivel and pick up a guy? You know, yeah, it's just going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. But the depth yeah. is, is really good there, man. I think that's one thing that I'm really looking forward to is we'll get a better look at these quarterbacks, right? So I think we could talk about a little bit of the quarterback's foot. So, you know, you got Kellen Moore. They brought in um, John Kitna, who I think is going to be an upgrade over, you know, even like a Sanchez. And like I, Kitna is a way better decision maker, in, in my opinion, than Sanchez was. So I think getting that Kitna experience in, in Prescott's ear is going to help him a whole lot. So um, I'm excited about the Kitna addition and, and what he's going to do for for not only Prescott, but these other, you know, Cooper Rush and Mike White, because I don't see us carrying three quarterbacks. And uh, somebody's got to win that number two. And it's got they got to win it convincingly, or, or otherwise they're going to have to go out and find a vet, I think. So I don't know. What, what do you think about the quarterbacks, Foot? I want Mike White to be the Mike White that I liked out of Western Kentucky, Joe. Mm-hmm. He fell off a bridge. I know, that, I know. I remember that was your boy. <laughs> that was your boy coming in I after the draft. Right? And he made me like a fool. Yeah. Nah, that's what happens, know, man. Some of these rookies, they don't. It's it's a big transition too. Sometimes we as fans kind of forget. Oh, they are a rookie. We our expectations sometimes are so high, and then we get you know brought back down to earth. Like, whoa, okay, yeah, a rookie, second round, third, fifth round, whatever. So, yeah. I, so I the thing that killed me with Mike White was everything that I saw. He did the opposite. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, you know, I'm like, all right, so Mike White, I thought you stepped up to the pocket. His feet look slow. thought you had decent arm talent. Maybe not a strong, strong arm, but do with anticipation. That looked bad. I mean, the the whole thing was just like, ah, man. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's one of those things that I got to see it. Um, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things that, again, I got to see it. I want to make sure that um, – I just want to make sure that, at, you know, at the end of the all, at the end of it all, at the end of it all, because, um, I mean, what what's going to happen is we're going to rely on Dak and he's going to get banged up and we're going to be screwed. Yeah, we're we've seen that. Yep. You know, I'm thinking because you just thinking about it, like I don't want to rely on, oh, <clears throat> Dak, Iron Man, no, yeah, no, 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 no. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it only, yeah, man, time. you're right. It only takes one one crazy hit, and your clavicle can yeah. take it or whatever, you know. So, so it's 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 a, I think it's a low key thing that a lot of people are kind of not really talking about, but I. Right now, as we sit here right now, I don't feel good about the backup quarterback position. I don't, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things. Is one of those things. It's like, you talking about scary. Man. You know, that. Only because, too, Joe. Only because when it. 
the backup quarterback position, what happens is because you have all these skilled players, you have all of this talent, you start doing what? You start um, you start forgetting about that position. Like, oh, just put whoever back there and then your quarterback is hurt. And we've seen this team, you know, struggle mightily trying to find a guy, even uh, trading for people, you know, Castle and these other guys, you know, you, you, you take it, you take the position for granted, you know, you're like, we have this offensive line, we have a running game, you know, all we have to do is plug somebody in there, and we did that, <laughs> and it was a disaster, right, Whedon, Castle, all these guys, they couldn't do, they couldn't move the team. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, I don't care if you got a Pro Bowl team around them. Yeah. If that quarterback, I'm, I'm serious, man. Like, yeah. if you get that, if you, if you got, if you got, if you got, if you got a quarterback who antsy, you know, mm-hmm. listen, I'm trying to tell you, man. If you, if you got a quarterback that's antsy and, and can't, I mean, Castle was bad, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Kellen Moore sucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was in there too. I forgot about that. Dude, that was it. Was so that was that may have been one of my more depressed seasons ever, Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like, that was, was a tough season. Tough. I yeah, man, I just it it, it sits with you for a while. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, like definitely, like it definitely does. Um, but look, Joe. We got to get to the monkey in the room. And you know what that is. We got to get to the monkey in the room. <laughs> yeah. Lay, lay it on us, man. Lay it on us, Foots. Let's hear it. Zeke got to grow up, man. Like, Ezekiel Elliott has to grow up, bro. It's almost like we felt like he was out of the TMZ scene, and here it comes again, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was. It's one of those. Things. What are your thoughts on it, Joe? I my thoughts are that as long as Roger Goodell is the commissioner of the NFL, he's our players are under the microscope, and we've seen it with everybody. He's not giving anybody any leeway. Randy Gregory, you know, even even Lawrence, you know, a couple seasons back, uh, David Irving. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. So, and then obviously Ezekiel Elliott was the biggest one here recently because they appealed it. Jerry Jones got involved. Jerry Jones wanted to meddle with the contract extension for Goodell. So there's a lot of bad blood there. So when Ezekiel has this issue, it's not something you're like, oh, well, he didn't get arrested. Nothing's going to happen. That's not the case because Goodell's the commissioner. You know, he's the, he is the the all-in-one, the all-ominous guy who can make your decision, innocent or not. And um, it's just not something that, that... Article 46, people just keep forgetting that. Yeah. People like, I don't know why people don't understand that, you know? You know, you do have, you do have a team. You do have, I mean, you do have a, a you have a, a, a commissioner who at any given time could do what he wants. Mm-hmm. You know, you do. Yeah, it's a bad. That's it's a bad uh, <laughs> CBA, man. They they, and I don't know how much they'll be able to fight that in in, in a few years, right? Was it twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two or something like that? 
but yeah. too much power, man. Too much. And 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 you and you feel the bias, okay? There's there's no question that this guy has taken things personal when it comes to the Cowboys. All right, I just I don't buy that it, that he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, he 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 has he has a a, a vendetta against us. And when I saw the video, I was like, Zeke, why? I just, I just, I st- I'm still like, why? Mm-hmm. Just give me, just tell me why. I just want to know why, you know? Um, yeah, why and why? Why be out in public why? looking kind of wasted, right? He looked so wasted Dude, in there. Kinda. He looked drunk as hell. <laughs> yeah. Like, Zeke, you look drunk as a skunk. You can tell you're drunk or on, prayerfully, not some crazy drugs. Mm-hmm. But, the thing is, I'm just so. Here's the thing. This is what people got to be careful of. Right now, it's oh, he's 23. Then it'll be, well, he's only 25. What were you doing at 25? Yeah, then right. It'll be, oh, he's 28. Then it'll be, like Zeke really doesn't understand how quick things can go. Like, I never woke up one day and thought I'd be this age, and I'm here. Oh yeah. You see what I'm yeah. Like when it comes quick, man. Really it do. It comes quick. He's in the blink of an eye, he'll be on his last, last contract. You know? And that's just the bottom line. So um so I mean at the end of the day, it is what it is, man. It is what it, it is, is, man. Yeah. yeah I just pray that he can understand and grow from it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the only thing we can take from it. And you know, obviously, Stephen Jones came out and said that. And, and this is the thing that I kind of didn't like. You know, he kind of said that. Uh, you know, this doesn't really affect it, the contract negotiations or thing like that. Like, why why say that? You know what I mean? Like, that kind of almost gives your player carte blanche to okay, well, he's got my back. Let me screw around again. You know, let me push yeah, the envelope. Yeah, that's, that's, that's such a good. Uh... That's an amazing point. I, yeah, I, I just didn't like that take from Stephen Jones of all people. I'm like, no, man. Well, it's, cod- <laughs> it's coddling. Yes, coddling. It's, and- it's coddling because what's going to happen is, you know, I know I'm out. I hate to say it, but I'm out on Zeke's behavior because I don't think that he would. He just doesn't understand because he knows when you're good, you get leeway, but he just doesn't understand his commissioner and his temperature. And the pressure he's under, you know, the Alvin Kamara thing, the Tyreek Hill thing, the the last thing he needs is Zeke on TMZ arguing with some girl, looking drunk. I mean, yeah, the, I guess the kid was a punk or he called him the N word. I don't know. Who mm-hmm. cares? You got to be above it. You just have to. There's you. You don't. Like, you're a millionaire, dude. You're the Dallas Cowboys running back. They're gonna call you worse things. They're gonna call you everything in the book. They already have. Yeah. Guess what? Did he physically put his hands on you? No, he did not. So that 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 word, while it's terrible, it's violent, it's 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 a crappy word. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Yeah. Guess what, Joe? So you can't you have to be smarter and I get that you're twenty three and you wanna have a good time and you shouldn't have to be restricted, but dude, you have with 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 much is given, much is asked. You know what I'm saying? And what he'll have to realize, like, I I hate to say it, but Zeke is going to have to completely fall on his face for him to understand. And so I just hope that the Cowboys are prepared because I I just, I don't trust him. I don't, Joe. Like, 
I don't trust Ezekiel Elliott this offseason, dude. I don't. I hate that we have to always hold our breath for this stuff, man. Like, I really do. It's <laughs> It sucks, yeah. man. Because I, I, I remember when the news broke, I had just retweeted something or something that I, I praised about him. And then, like, oh, here he is doing this. And the thing is, like, he, Zeke is a really good person, man. He does things off the field, donates stuff and, you know, for the community and you know, helped out that kid at the hockey game. and But the, the people, they they see the bad more than the good. That's always how it is with any any profession, anywhere you're at. You know, people, they remember the bad more than the good. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And, and so, listen, it'll, it'll, you know, it'll, we'll see. We'll see, you know. I don't wish anything bad on them, but, oh, yeah. again, like you said, the coddling, um, just a mindset. We just have to wait and see. We will. That being said, Foots, um, you know, with the running back position, how do you feel about the depth there? You got Darius Jackson. You got, uh, you know, the two rookies that we got in here, you know, Pollard and Weber. And then I think you have uh, Ch- Chun. He's on the practice squad. He's in the, in the mix too. How do you feel about these guys? So I know what Darius Jackson is. I just got to see what Weber and Pollard are. Chun, um, I just don't know what opportunities he'll get. Um, but, you know, I just got to I got to see how Pollard and Weber attack and react to the pro game. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to see it. That's what it is, bro. Yeah. So we'll see. We, we will definitely see. Um, and in that, talking about the pro game, right now, Joe, are you watching the, the, the NBA Finals? Yeah, definitely, or, man. Finals, but, you know, watching the playoffs, watching Houston, Waffle, shoot a million threes, watching Golden State be consistent. <laughs> yeah, well, man, Steph Curry is just amazing right now. <laughs> that's it, he is. Well, if you feel like betting on that, Joe, let's talk about my bookie. Since we've started this show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't always know who's going to win, but I know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between their live, in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, something they have something for everyone. All right, here we go. With the best player perks in the sports business. They got it, Joe. They got the best perks in the sports business. All right. go. They've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. They're hooking our listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code, okay, when creating your account to claim 50% bonus, laying down 100%, $100, excuse me. You've now got an extra 50 in play. That's mybookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-A, I mean K-I-E, I can't spell, dot, A-G, promo code, all right? You play you win, get paid. My book. My bookie, that's just what it is. I, I've used it before myself, and, you know, that's, I've won some sometimes on there. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a good deal there, man. It's a, it's good a great deal. deal. It's a great deal, Joe. Yeah, man. So, my bookie. And the code for that one was armchair25 for 
for the MyBookie. So make sure you okay, use Okay, yeah, I thought that was, a, that was a promo code. Yeah, make sure you guys use that promo code. Yeah, Armchair25. So, we need to get into these defense alignment really, really quick. Yeah. Um, what do you think about, because so many are out, what are you expecting, more or less? So I think it's kind of a blessing in disguise. You know, you, sometimes it's like, oh, man, you, you kind of get down about this guy's out, this guy's out. What, you know, this is boring or whatever. For me, and I know you probably had to feel the same way, you get, you're going to get a deeper look, you know, at a Jalen Jokes, at a Joe Jackson, at your rookie, Tristan Hill, and um, Dorrance Armstrong, second-year guy who I, who I really like. And uh, it's just good, man. you more snaps for these young guys is always a better thing. You can't go wrong with that. And uh, it's going to help them out a lot, man. And and the other thing is, where are they going to line them up at, right? Can can, yeah. can Joe Jackson be your eventual Tyron Crawford replacement? He kind of has that body size. You know, we can play outside, inside. Crawford type of player, Jeremy Mincy type of player. So that'll be interesting. I'm going to see where they line them up at. Jalen Jokes has good bend. You know, could he be a guy that can be in rotation with Quinn? Um, I don't know, man. It's just, I'm just, for me, I'm excited about that. Well, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, this is one of those positions where, again, there's a layup for somebody to step up. All right. I'm banking on Doris Armstrong taking a jump. I just like, he just has something about him. Yeah. Um, and like you said, with Joe Jackson, a few other jokes, um, I got to watch jokes um, and, and really, I don't want to get fooled by the eye candy with him mm-hmm. because, yeah. I, yeah, you know, he looks the part and all like that, but there were some rushes where he just he just couldn't get any separation. He just was stuck to those tackles like magnets and just he didn't rush with a plan a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a reason why he was later on. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Uh, what, our last pick, Joe, or? Yeah, man, and, and we, this is something that we always, you know, kind of hammer on the table is that we pound on the table, you know, keep your expectations realistic, keep them low, don't have them so high where you're going to be heartbroken or mad, you know, sometimes we see the cuts come through and people don't understand why a bow scar bow's cut and they're pissed off at the Cowboys or why did they let Darius Jackson go, you know, or you know what I'm saying, like, you gotta yeah. keep the expectations, or why did they trade Switzer? You know, you just gotta, <laughs> you gotta keep your expectations low. Like, don't, don't go crazy overboard, head over heels in love with the player who's, you know, turning heads with shorts and a jersey. You know, there's no pads. There's no, you know, there. That's just how I, how I look at it, and I hope fans keep that in mind. Yeah, oh, it's a real thing. I mean, you have to understand. Don't. We're not doing that this year. So we're just going to let Cowboys fans know now. Take it all as face value. Take it as they're rushing on air. Until we see preseason work, we're not going to overreact. Period. Yeah. And I think we did a good job about that last season, because I know we got burnt on the whole Swiss thing there the, the season before the last. So, you know, you got to go through these, through the mini camp. You know, you got to go through training camp and then the I've preseason. never been burned like I was with Swiss. Yeah. They, a lot of that was then, and that's what you're looking to see with more. I mean, the piggyback. Mm-hmm. You need to, damn it, have a plan, man. Don't draft a kid without a plan. Please. No, I know. It's terrible. That Don't is, draft yeah. a kid without a plan, Joe. Yeah. 
Come on. You know, if you draft the kid, you know he's you think he can be something, don't draft him without a plan. Because, you know, we had all this, oh, they're gonna use Cole Beasley and Switzer. That was a dud. That was a dud. Complete dud. And it was almost like and it was almost like (laughs) like was it Linehan being stingy and not creative enough to do something like that? Or was it they didn't trust Switzer or you know, there were some factors in there. And it just, you know, never, never turned into anything. So, no, yeah, you're, no, you're, no, you're no, right no, about no, that, Foots. No. You're hitting that right on the head, man. You got to have a plan for Paul. Don't put him in here just to be a third down running back. He's got to be more than that. He he has to be more than that. Right, Foots? Well, you just, you know, you draft a player with a plan mm-hmm. and get him acclimated early. My big thing with rookies is year one, you want to see, uh, so I have this thing. Year one, you want to see a contributor and maybe make a few plays. Year two, you want to see development. And year three, you want to see a good player. That's how it should go. That's how it was with Xavier Woods. Um, he's going on, what, his third year now, Joe? Fourth he, year? He's on that, he's on that exact uh, arc that you, just, that you just said. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's hit all those earmarks, man. Yeah. Yeah, so now... Year three for X Woods, you want to see him go. Um, same with a couple other players. So year one, you know, my plan with, with Tony Pollard, get him in space a little bit, let him be a um, a, a gunner or help out on, you know, on, on punt returns and, 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 and kickoff team or whatever. Have him be a special teammate. Let him know you have a role to get to the game day roster just being on special team. And then you work him in. You know, if, if, if a guy can dig in on special teams, that's how you get yourself going. It's almost like, you know, a, a, a player who gets himself going by doing what? By uh, by going to the basket, you know? That's what it is, man. And, and now, he, now he can shoot the three because he – so get him get himself going by doing what? By, by, by getting physical on special teams and competing. Yeah. And he's yeah. ready to go. So it's just one of those things. Yeah, I, I love it, man. I love it. And and then uh, you know you got Will McClay. He's he's overseeing these practices as well, personnel guy. And I just love his mentality. Words we're drafting guys to replace guys. We're this guy is coming after your job, so it's going to push the competition. And that's something that we've been hearing this off season. You know they've been preaching this, so I want to see it. You know yeah, don't, I don't want well. them to be just saying it. Uh, you know Garrett especially competition competition okay well let's see it let's see somebody bounce somebody off this roster i, I want to see that you know get rid of the guys that are just lingering around you know like a like a lance Noir type or some of these backup guys i'm all for it man you know the best guy wins for me the best guy wins bro and it's gonna be fun to see so i mean i think it's gonna be an exciting year joe i really really do yeah, it is, man. It, it is. It's gonna be exciting, and uh, I'm ready, dude. I'm I'm ready to see what the, what these uh, new look Cowboys are gonna do because it is, you know, it's it's a new look. You got you have good players in place already, and you're just adding, you know, talent behind them, you know, to keep to keep the momentum going, and um, hopefully we don't lose a step. So absolutely, that's it, man. So hopefully, you know, you and I can can link up sometime in the in the preseason you know and maybe catch a game or maybe during the regular season puts we'll 
we'll catch a game together and uh you know be on site at&t stadium or, or wherever man and and check these guys out absolutely absolutely we will that being said guys um we have another opportunity for you guys to save money with seats you know if it's wanting to catch a game in the preseason like we just talked about here at foots and i or if you want to catch a baseball or you know one of these playoff games seat geek has opportunity for you to save some money so i'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from seat geek let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal because i've done that and it's that's kind of a pain let seat geek do the work for you their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. I know I've done that. You know, you're trying to find the, the cheapest seat because, man, things are expensive. You buy the ticket, and then you still have your concessions to buy, right? So a green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red not so good deals. So for SeatGeek, use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. I mean, you can't beat that. <laughs> what are you Go waiting on. for? So again, that promo code is ACAA for $20 off your first purchase, SeatGeek. Life's an event, they have the tickets. And you can't beat that, Blitz, right? Hey, we gotta go to these games. We gotta get SeatGeeked up, man. We'll be, hey, we'll be out there. Don't worry. Don't worry, some things gonna go in our favor. We're gonna get it going for sure. For sure, guys. So keep it here with Cowboys Huddle with my boy, Foots the King from Cowboys Nation TV. Let them know where they can find you, Foots. Hey, you guys can find me at Cowboys Nation TV, also at Foots the King. Um, everywhere, IG, Instagram. I mean, IG, Instagram, Twitter, all those good places. So check us out, man. Keep us in mind. And um, as always, it's a pleasure to rock with you, Joe. You know that. Yeah, man. Can't have a better co-host in here than Foots. And, and you can find me on Twitter and, and Instagram as well at CowboysBlogNet and obviously on YouTube as well, CowboysBlog. So keep it here with us, guys. CowboysBlog and Cowboys Nation TV for the best coverage. Cowboys Huddle, baby. So that's it for, for tonight, guys. We'll catch you for the next episode. Peace. Peace.